Ready? Yep. Let's go. Healthy, healthy rainbow. Beautiful fish. <laughs> you dropped him, dude. Stud. <laughs> On the squall, baby. On the squall. I got it, too. Right there? I got it, I got it too. Oh. He barely puts in the net. But first, a word for our partners. Heather's Choice. Healthy, flavorful, dehydrated meals for the backcountry. Use our discount code THEYOUNGGUIDES15 to save at checkout. Lucky Bug Lures. Get hooked and use our discount code THEYOUNGGUIDES15 to save at checkout. Northern Knits. Handmade knitted wool hats out of Alaska. National Wild Turkey Federation South Sound Strutters. Your conservation organization for Washington State turkey populations and habitats. Alaska Rodco, Alaskan handmade rods. Shell Art Studio, original Alaskan focused art. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Young Guides Podcast. I'm Keaton, and this is. I'm Kyle. And today we are doing our New Year's podcast. We're pretty stoked uh, about 2023. I think Kyle and I can both agree. The experiences that we had in 2022 were unforgettable, um, but we're going to kind of talk about some things, uh, some of our favorite highlights, some things we learn, and uh, just a little little love to everyone. So with that being said, what's up, Kyle? Just hanging out, getting ready to go back to work full time, and um, just been you know, organizing gear that I received for Christmas and stuff that I brought back from our trip down to Washington and kind of figuring how all that stuff kind of fits back in, or fits with all the gear that um, I already had. So just brought yeah. fishing gear up, um, got a new rifle for Christmas, got a, a 4570 lever action. So super stoked about that. I'm super stoked um, to kind of, Carry that around, hunt with that this year, and keep you guys informed about just how badass of a round that is. How was your uh, all your holidays and everything down in Washington? Was it pretty smooth travels, or do you face any any trials and tribulations? No, it was pretty smooth. Uh, we did lose our luggage. That was my fault because I didn't check it all the way to Yakima. I only got it to seattle and then i didn't pick it up i should have checked it all the way through that was my fault yeah um, and then um i flew with the uh firearms on the way back and that actually went a lot easier than i expected it to be i went through portland i mean if anybody you know anything about portland you're really not probably um <laughs> uh, when people see you carrying a rifle case through the Portland airport, people tend to move out of your way. So it actually helped us get through security faster because one, people got out of our way. And two, um, we were directed to the assistance line, you know, like for people with oversized items or people with kids. So that was a lot shorter. And of course they had to go through the case and I had, I had four locks on it. So I'd unlock it. They had to go through the case, make sure, you know, TSA had to check it and, check the firearms or whatnot and um 
that was easy. And then you know, when I picked it up in Anchorage, it was a straight flight from Portland to Seattle. So um, that went well. I didn't, uh, we had that, the rifle case, and then we also had um, just another suitcase that we checked. And yeah, everything showed up okay. And um, surprisingly, pretty smooth sailing, flying with firearms. I've flown with them before. Um, within Alaska, I've never flown um, from the lower 48 to Alaska with firearms, but I wouldn't hesitate to do it again if I had to. It's probably the easiest way to get firearms up here um, besides, you know, uh, bringing like really the only, that's really, you got like two or three options. You can um, fly with them, which is probably easiest. You can bring them on the ferry, which that's how um, I brought uh, firearms before. Or um, you have to drive through Canada, which, you know, some hang or some firearms aren't allowed. Like, I believe handguns you can't take into Canada, right? So it'd be it'd be hard to get fire or handguns to Alaska if you have to drive through Canada. Yeah. And then um, uh, the only other way is to like do like a gun, like a, a gun shop to a ship to another gun shop or a broker in Anchorage. Or like say you do some some gun shop in Seattle and you want to send it to a gun shop in Anchorage to get picked up, but then that's a whole hurdle of you know you have to have your identification and there's restrictions and that's expensive and it has to sit there for a certain time or whatever. So probably yeah. your easiest is to just fly with them because you just tell them what it is, you claim it, you know it's locked in a rifle case. You drop it off, they go through it and it's easy you pick your show id at baggage claim service and you pick it up at the end um super smooth sailing and you can fly with ammunition too you just gotta put it in your check bag how was it like um how was it getting that bearskin rug up to alaska did you feel like you you got any like did they give you a hard time for that or was it pretty easy to to get it up there no it seemed pretty easy i um was already tanned, so I talked to my taxidermist, and he's like, shouldn't have any problem. I called uh, uh, Department of Fish and Game in Alaska, and they said it shouldn't be a problem. Well, I believe, I believe they said it wouldn't be a problem, but they did direct me to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service in, a in their Anchorage office to import, export, to talk to them about it. Mm -hmm. And when I first called him, he was like, oh, you're going to need to get a certain permit to take it through Canada. And I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm flying from Portland to Alaska. I'm not like arriving. He's like, oh, if you're just, if it's tanned, it should be just fine. Just put it in your check luggage. So I just, I checked it and there was no issue um, getting it up here. So yeah. Everything. Did it is the rug? Does it still have like a, a a skull on it, or is it? It doesn't. No, it's just a tan. So it's just the just the hair on the basically the tan or like the leather hide. Yeah. Um, you know, in some states like Alaska, to get to ship it out of the state, it has to be sealed. Um, but to go into Alaska doesn't have to be sealed. Only certain things have to be sealed within um, certain states. Like Idaho, I think the hide doesn't have to be sealed, but the skull has to be sealed. But uh, from what I understand, 
when I shot my bears, they never had to be sealed. You had to submit, you know, teeth and stuff, but it never had to be sealed. But, you know, some like fur bearing animals, like I believe cougars and like bobcats and stuff have to be sealed in Washington, but I just got to check your local rat regs and, you know, well, I also called Alaska Airlines, so I did my due diligence of contacting, you know, the um, the airline, fish and game, and fish and wildlife service. So everybody said it should be totally fine. So made it through like a piece of cake. Cool, cool. How was uh How was the rest of the holidays? Do you feel like you you're ready for to tackle this new year or what? What are you most excited for? Well, I think um. One of the major highlights of coming down is being able to meet up with you and Lexi and uh, the four of us, you, me, and uh, Lexi and Emily were able to go out, meet up in person and have lunch and chat and spend time together in person for once. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that was super rad. So that was super cool. Um, when we drove away, I was trying to think like the last time I saw you in person uh, was like 26. Like, oh, I guess it was like 2019 or or so, like right before you're getting ready to move out. Someone was yeah. out. What it had to have been at uh, Orvis, huh? Oh, yeah, you did come into Orvis. I forgot about that. But I wouldn't really consider, I mean, I saw you, but it, that's not like visiting, you know. It's kind of a quick go and stuff because I was working and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a while, like. And most people like don't know Kyle and I, uh, he moved away. Like I was friends with him, but I feel like our friendship has really grown through the, doing the podcast and, and chatting and everything like we've expressed in previous episodes. So it's pretty crazy to like, you talk to this person all day or, you know, every Tuesday and a couple extra days there with some change. And then one day you're just like, boom, he's in person. So I, I told Kyle he's a lot shorter than I remember him. But yeah, and you're a lot bigger than I remember. Yeah, yeah I know. you're a lot you're a lot taller and your beard's a lot a lot uh, longer and thicker in person. I know. It doesn't look like it. The video doesn't do it justice. <clears throat> but yeah, it was really good to meet up with you. I'm glad we got what a good way to end twenty twenty two there. So mm -hmm. what was like what was your what? Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. Well, let me see. It was nice, you know, seeing you and seeing family and stuff. But as in any vacation, you got to come home and get a vacation from your vacation once you get back. Yeah. Did you work when you got back or did you take some days? No, we had. Um, well, I took some days off at the beginning, <clears throat> like the first couple of days I was gone. But we had a whole week off at Heather's Choice. So um, I don't go back to work until tomorrow. And um but the last few days, you know, just kind of resting, putting stuff away, cleaning up, and then spend a couple of days on the ice fishing. Um, so that was just a good way to get get back into the groove, get the swing of things. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite thing about 2022? Hmm. Um you know, there's a lot of things, both in uh, my personal life and my professional life. Um, Emily's health got a lot better last year. Um, we adopted a, a new cat last year. 
probably uh, you know had my best guide season last year without a doubt and then you know capping it off with uh, spend a lot of time in the woods hunting and uh, in the marsh and then um, put a lot of fish in the freezer and then of course putting that moose in the freezer uh, was a really good way to get ready for the next few months you know it's been what october november it's just been over three months since we've had that moose in the freezer and you can barely tell a difference you know we were looking at stuff and we should have plenty of meat just today i was going through and looking and uh, i have <clears throat> we put some of that moose grind into two pound packages like the stuff i brought you and we figure we can get through without it would take us about a whole week worth of meals to get through two pounds maybe even a little more so I have 18 two-pound packages. So, I mean, you're looking at what another like four months worth of, no, wait, four times four is what, 16? Yeah. Yeah, four, four and a half months of just moose grind and two-pound packages. Doesn't include the one-pound packages. Doesn't include, you know, all the roasts and stuff that we haven't really eaten. So we have a ton of moose meat left, so. It just feels good to have that in the freezer, not having to buy meat. Um, and then just becoming more self-sufficient last year, you know, Emily really um, learned how to make a lot of like breads from scratch and like noodles from scratch and did a lot of canning and pickling and preserving. I, I started smoking a lot of fish, uh, really used the smoker. So, and then, you know, building stuff and, making planters and growing a garden so foraging and just uh, really becoming more self-sufficient uh, i think was a huge huge bonus for for us last year what about you yeah <clears throat> you know i think man it's kind of crazy to just look back over the year um uh, i always love kind of just doing the look back i think one of my favorite highlights was uh, I'm finally starting to figure out some uh, fisheries, like really getting dialed in. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really cool because it took me, you know, I've been at it like four or five years. So when I, I'm confident, I know where like fish are holding and stuff and I can go through a whole system and be like, and take people out and be like, oh yeah, I cast right there. And like, you know, the majority of the time when people cast right there, if it's the right timing and everything comes together, usually the fish fish will come out and eat it so that's really cool um really like learning a lot from clients and and guides and the way people act you know professionally and personally and uh, i think that's that's really cool and uh grew in a lot of aspects of my life there um i didn't get to do too much hunting because i kind of like last year i told myself i wanted to commit to a guide season you know really like get involved and spend my weekends so the weekends of like opening hunting season, I, I just like try to work or, you know, guide as much as I could. Um, but I think that was a good way, a, a good thing. Cause I wanted to be able to feel and understand what that looks like. So, um, and so I really enjoyed that. Um, I just enjoyed getting out of nature with friends, family, uh, spending some time, you know, just out doing some camping and and fishing and i mean life was life was good so can't i, I don't got too much to complain and uh 
just thankful looking back on all this thing. And one thing, you know, another thing is this podcast, like we kind of, the growth that we've made over this year, not only because of us, but the people that spend the time that listen and, and family and friends that share. And, uh, it just really makes you feel, I, I, it just makes you feel good. It feels like you got a good support system around you. And I think both of us are just surrounded by great people, good partners, good uh, friends, good family. So nothing to complain about there, but I just, yeah, just, I'm feeling really blessed and I'm really excited about this year. I know you never know and what a year is going to give you, but I'm just like, I'm ready to get after it. Yeah, totally. I mean, all of our, our partners came last year, you know, we, we, I believe, yeah, I think we hopped Matt or, well, we had Heather's choice as a first partner, but I believe we hopped on with Matt um, early 2022 and all of our partners since then have, have come out. So it's been super yeah. I think one thing that I really enjoy about doing this, like you take away, you know, if no one listened and no one, there's just no one there. Right. And it was just us. I think the coolest part about it is just the amount of people that you meet and the experiences that you share. I mean, people that listen to our podcast will never experience that face to face with the person or the side, you know, the, the prior talks or the after talks of the podcast, which is really cool. Um, and really it's just great to meet all these like-minded people in an, in the industry that really care about one or our outdoor resources, our fisheries, um, the way that fishermen and outdoorsmen and fisherwomen and out, outdoors women are represented. And um, so that that's just a really humbling experience. Um, and it makes you, there's a lot of good, good feeling there. If that makes sense, you know, like, there's just people that are out there that are working in the industry, but also trying to work and do conservation when they can, when they got time, you know? So Mm -hmm. being a guide is, (laughs) there's a lot to it, but it's just, just very humbling, very exciting, exciting. So. Absolutely. Well, what are you, I guess, most looking forward to in 2023? Yeah, I haven't really thought that far yet, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's this is like the these like first two weeks of January is always kind of a, a transition period for me, right? Like trying to get some things on track, get yourself geared up for the year. Um, I'm really excited to get back to guiding and maybe learning some some new opportunities and new fisheries. Um, really been enjoying that. Um, hoping to get back behind a bow this year and maybe a rifle and spend some time this fall. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm getting close to some some uh, big draws coming up. So I've been putting in for uh, a big bowl permit for a few years now, and I think I'm going on like year seven, six or seven. So I should be getting pretty close. I mean, you never know, but usually when you start getting up into that higher years, you, you – have a higher chance of getting drawn. So pretty stoked about that. Um, ready to get back into fishing. I love fishing and I love all fishing. Right. But, um, and then this year's an odd year. And so we get, we get pinks down here, which is cool. That's just a fun one to take out. Cause you can take anyone out. Right. 
like mm-hmm. and you just throw pink stuff at at the pile of them and they just go crazy on it and it's just so fun to see people um like faces you know you, you're fishing like i've always fished them on trout gear so you get a big pink on some trout gear and they're running away from you and you got your bet you know a buddy or you know family member and you're just watching them roll away and we're just laughing so that's always a good time um but yeah and i'm just looking hopefully you know we're not gonna i'm not gonna drop too much here but uh doing some cool stuff with this podcast so i mean we already got some in-persons events um that i'm really excited about you'll get to meet me too bad you won't get to meet kyle but kyle might be there might be something up there that kyle can do or or something we don't know yet but that's on kyle's time but i'm really excited to meet some washington people get to know some people in the industry and uh just get out there get after it so there's so much opportunity and I'm just, I'm just stoked. I don't know. That's the best way to to put it. What about you, Kyle? What are you most excited for? Uh, man, I'm excited to get back on the water. Um, I am excited to finish out the ice season, you know, because we got ice on our lakes for another couple, three or four months. So I'm excited for that. Um, you know, my, uh, our draw, Alaska draw odds, we're due by the 15th of December or the permit. So we'll know by, you know, the end of February, what you got drawn for. I'm not holding my breath, um, but it would be nice uh, to know that that's one thing about Alaska is they tell us our draw odds in February versus, you know, in Washington, not finding out till like June. So you can't really plan your trips uh, or your hunts. So that'd be nice. And that can kind of help me, if I uh, get drawn for certain things, it will dictate what, when and if I take time off for the guide season and um, like when I, when and what areas I should focus on for, you know, scouting and hunting um, you know, spring bear season. I'm going to be doing that's new. If you some uh, bear, well, bait and bears in the spring, um, get my archery certification you know, one thing I forgot to mention too is working more on my flight, uh, my pilot's license, studying more, getting ready for that test, and hopefully be flying by the summer a little bit, work up my hours, um, just uh, dip net in season, just putting more salmon. I find out that when, when I'm smoking salmon, I go through a lot. I go through it a lot faster than if I just like, you know, cook it for a meal. So. Yeah. Um, you know, changing some things up, maybe keeping a few more pinks, uh, maybe some like when the silvers do come in, keeping some of those a little bit darker silvers that I actually ended up turning back. You know, their meat's still decent, bonking those and using that for smoke. Um, you know, I think Emily and I have a goal of filling out our entire dip net card. Uh, we can, between her and I, we can get 35 dip netted fish um, per yeah. season. And this next year, last year we got nine, right? Nine out of 35. So we got like less than a, less than a sixth of what, uh, or excuse me, a sixth, less than a fourth of what we could have got. So, um, or is it more than a fourth? Nine times, nine times four is 36. Just like a quick explanation. What is dip netting? Cause like people down here may not know, right? Um, just dip netting is, um, you know, kind of like how you see a lot of the 
um, Native peoples in like Washington State, the Native uh, Washingtons. It feels weird because I say Native Alaskans, but Native Washington, the Tonians. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they deal, you know, like you see a lot of plate like platforms on the Klickitat and like down by Drano. Or like the photos of what they used to do at like Celilo Falls where they actually like stick nets in the river to the net salmon. That's exactly what we do up here. But once you're a resident, you can sign up for the personal use dip net fishery. And so you're allowed to take those big nets and go to certain areas of the state um, where they have certain runs, usually reds, where you can you know dip net and harvest. Um and the, the amount you can harvest depends, you know, on how big your family is. Um, people that uh, head of household is allowed 25 salmon. And then every uh, additional family member is allowed 10. So family now we get 35 salmon a year. And that, that does not um, count towards, you know, like your daily fishing limits, right? So you could dip net, say, 35 reds, but then you can go ahead and do your um you know get your 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 floss your reds or catch your silvers or whatnot too and have that also in your freezer i didn't know that i thought it was just for your whole daily limit so you get to like dip net and then you can start fishing for them well hold up i don't know like the same day i don't know like granted you would probably be too tired to <laughs> and then go fishing. But I believe, okay, no, I'm like, I almost said, I will say like, just don't quote me. I, oh, hold up. I don't know if you can do both in the same day. I know that you can, you know, dip net and get your dip net limit, but that doesn't count against your future or previous um daily limits you know what i mean like yeah i don't know how possession limits and whatnot work in i've heard a lot of different things on possession limits you know some people say it's like what you can have in total in your freezer some people say it's like what you can have on your person before it's like cut and wrapped and in the freezer you know it's like we'd have to get talk to like uh somebody with fishing game or something or law enforcement to really break that down but it doesn't count towards your other limits. If that makes sense. Well, that makes sense. So, I mean, you could go, my understanding, you know, if I'm wrong, somebody can tell me, you could dip net your 30, we could dip net our 35, but then, you know, we could go down for three or four days. And I think we can catch our limits of sockeyes. Every one of those trips we go down to Kenai, like just flossing them um, and have a ton you know, silvers, I think, are really good, too. Um, I want to catch some fresher pinks, you know, when they first come in the system. I think those would be good, really, for um, smoking as well. And then, um, you know, Emily and I and Shane have that uh, deep sea fishing trip again in August. So that'll be really good. We'll be able to go and uh, put a bunch more halibut and rockfish and cod in the freezer. That's always good. Um do a lot more foraging. I'd like to do some mushroom hunting this spring. Um, and then I found some really good berry patches this last fall that I'd like to spend more time. Big blueberries and nobody goes there because there's a ton of brown bears. So 
carrying the 4570 and uh, picking more berries. Um, you know, we're, I'm going to be adding three or four grow boxes to the backyard to, add, to have a bigger garden. So trying to stock up in that way. And then, um, of course, trying to shoot another moose or several deer or a mixture of both or maybe have a bear or two in there as well. Yeah. Just trying to do that and trying to get Emily through her last two semesters of nursing school. Um, long haul right there. It's uh, It's been a long, long go of getting through her bachelor's and then now her nursing license. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a good year. I can already tell. Um, no, it's exciting. I'm excited for both of us, and I love watching you. You always keep me up to date on stuff up there, and you know I do my best in my not. This last year wasn't super exciting for me, but I'm hoping to change it this year. You know, so. Um, but yeah, uh, that's awesome. I'm stoked for you. Stoked for me. I'm stoked for you too, man. I'm excited to see what you can do in your local fisheries this year, and. I know how much you care for your local fisheries, so I'm excited to see uh, what you do conservation-wise, you know, and setting things up with different groups and seminars and education-wise. So I'm stoked to see what you do with that. Yeah, that plays a big part, and I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, I'm just – it's it's cool. This is a cool uh, – this is cool because, like, as much as we do the, the podcast together, it's like – we're also trying to be bigger than a podcast right like we want to inform people we want to teach people and uh you know the best way that we can and educate people and and preserve the fisheries that we got around us i mean uh kyle does a great event they do a great event up there with kids like fish for pinks what's that event called kyle just the kids pink salmon derby on willow i mean it all depends Usually, I think we did at the end of July. So, you know, we should have a pink year this year. We have pinks every year, but this year should be a good pink year. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't even say my guide season. I'm looking forward to a good guide season. You know, I've got a lot of return clients, whether that be from, you know, people that fish with me in Washington. I've got several people that come up. I've got uh, a couple guys that come up. They're, they're not, I wouldn't even call them clients anymore. I call them good friends. Uh, I've got people coming up, you know, uh, one guy specifically, he and his brother are coming up this year for five days in a row again. Um, he was up five days in a row with me this last season. Um, some other people uh, should be coming up, spending some time. And then a lot of return folks from last season that, um, you know, come to Alaska every year or even local people that fish with us. So super stoked to see our, see old friends again, fish with them and just learn the river more. Um, I got a, oh, I got a 10 car rod for Christmas. I, I forgot to mention that. So I'm super stoked to hashtag 10 car gang up here in Alaska. And uh, sorry, Matt, I know that it's not one of your rods, but I'm super stoked to, uh, Try to catch some grayling and, uh, you know, one of my, one of my biggest goals is on Willow to try to catch a silver on the 10 car rod. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I think I want, I want to do some pike too. So the 10 car rod my dad bought me is like the second largest 10 car rod that company sells. Yeah. It's 10 car, uh, 10 car rod is what I have. And, um, 
they have videos of them without rod catching silvers, but I think I think that'd be really fun um, on the Tinkara. But I think another thing too I really want to do is uh, on my pontoon boat in some of the lakes there in the valley and you know the Matsu Valley catching some pike on the Tenkara rod in my pontoon boat. Just have it out there and have that freaking pike just pulling me around the lake on my pontoon boat. I think that'd be awesome. Dude, you know what you got to do? You got to take it out ice fishing. It's just, just send like 13 feet away from the hole and just jig it. And jig it, yep. Just, it's like a, ban- it's like bamboo fishing. Like they did in the old days, so. Oh, yeah. Dude, that distance, though, that eagle would probably come and like take that thing off my hook. Those eagles get real close. Yeah, don't do it. It was a joke, Kyle. Come on. <laughs> Dude, I'm so stoked for the rest of the ice fishing season. You know, I got I got pretty good setup this year. Um, I'm all set for ice fishing. I'd like to do some more trips out to the valley. I've, I've stuck mostly around Anchorage. I did one trip, a couple trips out to the valley, but the weather hasn't been great. Um, pike fishing should only get better as we get into the next couple months. So I'm hoping to make some trips out for pike and put some more meat in the freezer and do my part for conservation, kill a bunch of pike in the valley that are not good for the um, salmon and trout populations. And, you know, the spring do a little bit more of that too and try to try to whack some, whack some pike. I think that'd be fun. And uh, one thing I've, I've, I've really haven't done a lot of since I've been up here is um, the duck cutting. I mean, I've done, I've duck hunted up here, I spend several days. Um, we grant our season starts beginning of September, and then you know most of our ducks are out of here, uh, at least in the local area. Um, in some of the huntable locations by you know the end of October, so you have a kind of a short season. And uh, I'd like to dedicate more time specifically to duck hunting and actually going on duck hunting trips as opposed to just doing day trips in the, out the back door. So actually dedicating more time to hunting ducks. Like this year I shot twice as many ducks as I did last year, but last year I shot two and this year I shot four and a goose. So it's, 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 it's getting better every year, but I'd like to actually go out and dedicate more time because I really do enjoy hunting, hunting ducks and you know, brought up a 22 and a 410. So I'd like to get into some more grouse hunting and maybe I like to shoot a ptarmigan. I think that'd be really cool to shoot a ptarmigan. That's a goal. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Make sure to send me pictures of the ptarmigan. For sure. So yeah, I'm just trying to you know get learn more areas. I was trying to stick to the Chugach the last year. Um, you know, just being within an hour of Anchorage, but you know, you go up down towards the Kenai up Turnigan Pass. You know, you got a lot of land out there. You can hunt bears and grouse and whatnot. I'd like to do a little more of that. Maybe go further north and. You know, even up around Willow, do some more hunting, go up to Glen Allen. I just think there's a lot of areas I haven't, I've personally limited myself to that I, I feel like I need to kind of expand. And do Go visit new places and. Yeah, do some more backpacking. We definitely did more backpacking this year than we did the year previous. And um, yeah, I just, I'm just, I got a lot of stuff that I'm looking forward to this year. So this would be super That's fun. Cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it sounds like a you've got a a year packed full of adventures in between working. That's the hardest part. Is I mean, it's nice because like I get with my time at the school, you know, I get that time off, so I get to go and 
and do that. But even with the time off, it never feels like there's enough time to do things. And I mean, you guide and you work at Heather's Choice, but I, it always feels like we're, we always got other stuff going on. So just making more time for, for the important things, you know. Well, I agree. What is something that we you want to see us succeed in in 2023 through this podcast? Mm. I'd like to see us um, start selling some swag. Um, you know, I've kind of put on the back burner, but, you know, trying to trying to get us, you know, business license. You know, we're working with good partners. Shelly, she's making us some great um, – artwork you know the new logo looks great i'd like to try to get that on some stuff that we can sell yeah. um, decals just kind of thinking of things that we can bring to our listeners um and then continuing to get on great guests you know we we've had some great guests on um even this month we won't spoil it but we we're having a return guests i believe it's our first return guest yeah that's exciting and super stoked there's now you know as much as we want to learn about people now yeah. in this next episode, we're not having to learn about this person. They actually get to dive into some more uh, in-depth um, conversation about certain topics. So we're super stoked that we can start doing that. I'm hoping we can bring on some, you know, people that we talked to in the last couple of seasons and, um, you know, talk to them about what their guide season was like last, what their hunting or fishing season was like and, kind of seeing how they've grown as a person in the last year. And then, you know, Keaton and I are trying, we've kind of got this trip that we've been talking about doing that we would like to try to make happen. I know I got a lot of stuff going on next, this next year out of state. So I don't know how I'm, how we can make it work, but um, we would like to ultimately be able to get together and go on a a fishing trip somewhere. So yeah, I'm I'm looking, looking forward to seeing you more in person this next year and taking the podcast to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. I think one thing that I would like to see is um, us getting more involved with our our listeners. You know, I I want to try to to cater a little bit to you guys too. I know that there's got to be some questions out there, and Kyle and I I wouldn't say we're me and Kyle are far from being the best in the industry, but uh, we just love what we do, and so if we can help you, like in person um over this i mean if i see people out i try to help them as much as i can and uh and sometimes maybe they don't want my help but i'm still get i'm still giving it to them so i try i I don't i try not to i'm not like gonna get up in your space but you know i want to be a helpful person and i want to be that guy in the industry that you know makes a change so um but yeah, I'm just excited. And if you guys ever have questions, like feel free to, you know, email us. Uh, you can go on our website and we have a uh, questions and it, we get them right to our email. So we get to see them and we can answer them on the podcast. Some other things that we, you can do is just email or uh, go on, not email us, go on Instagram and DM us uh, or Facebook. You can DM us. So if you ever got questions, let us know if you want us to base a podcast off something we'd love to do that for you um uh if we can you know that's the the biggest thing we can't do a whole podcast about the the type of boots we wear or whatever but we can try to answer some questions here and there for you so um but yeah i hope like kyle said that we got some great things coming down the pipeline 
Shout out to all our partners here. Really great. Matt, go show some love. Matt's just an awesome guy. Uh, he has great turnaround on his rods. So if like I broke my rod this last year and uh, I'm down in uh, Washington, I broke it. I sent it to him. I think I got it back in like two weeks. And like some of the bigger names in the industry, I was, it was like three months wait and, or like longer. So uh, that's always like really, really exciting when I can be like, Hey Matt, I broke this. And he like gets me a new piece ASAP. Um, so yeah. Like Kyle saying Shelly, um, she's doing some amazing artwork for us, but also for herself or for other clients. I mean, if you follow her on Instagram, she does some outstanding pieces of artwork. Uh, Lucky bug lure. Um, they got some things that you were not going to find every at your everyday, you know, fish and tackle store that, are now becoming like some of the most productive stuff in the industry um, compared to some of your more conventional tackle. Um, Heather's Choice, always a great choice. Bunnach, um, lots of great stuff there. So, uh, and then um, Northern Knits, you know, got myself a nice warm, warm hat. So you never can go wrong with that. But, and the, and then uh, the Turkey Federation, they're doing a lot of great stuff down here. Um, I know it's kind of like Washington, Washington specific, but um, really is it's awesome. They're a great group. They want to do not only work for Turkey, they just want to do conservation work and make the state a better place. So uh, that goes a long way. So if you're interested in joining a group, definitely check them out. South Sound Strutters. So um, Russ and Michelle are some of the best people that i know and they're so helpful and they're willing to help anyone and everything and uh, they have a lot of great opportunities to get you into turkey hunting or to get your kids into like they're doing a uh they always do the jake's day that was that i was a part of last year that was really cool to get just kids outdoors running around laughing smiling having a good time like i'm looking forward to doing that again this year too so Heck yeah. That's just gonna be a gonna be a good year for growth and for just expanding and yep. working with partners and working with each other, working with the community. I think the big thing is gonna be working with the community this next year, especially for me. I haven't haven't done as much with the community up here as I would like. So I'm definitely trying to do that a little more. Yeah. Speaking of community, um, we have some free we have let's say we got a free tie event coming up Friday the thirteenth. Uh, go on Eventbrite. We're filling it up. Like we're getting to our final spots. So please make sure to hop on, sign up. Let me know if you're going to make it or not. I do have, uh, let's see, one, one, two. I have three vices that I can let you borrow. So all you'd have to do is get the material or ask a friend for materials. Uh, I can send you the materials list, but it's out on our, uh, I think I put it on our social media page. Um, but this next one, well, our first one is going to be with um, uh, Wes Tellier from Snoqualmie Rodco, and it's going to be a great one. He's got a lot of great things. He's bringing um, some of his rods to the tying event, and uh, we're just going to sit down. We're going to have a good time, eat some snacks, and, and hang out. And then later in the month, uh, on the 27th, we're going to be doing a turkey talk with Russ and he's going to talk everything, cover everything Turkey. Um, you can also sign up to that for that on the Eventbrite. Um, go there, Turkey Talk, 
and these are all down in Renton. So if you're in the area or you're willing to drive a little bit, we hope to see you there. We're looking to fill up the both events and um, just have a good time. Talk to people, like-minded people. So um, make sure to check that out. And then we'll be putting on some more in February and March, but did I just lose you? No, I'm here. Oh, sorry. We'll be putting on some more in February, March, and hopefully and in spring up till we got to start working again. So um, check that out. We'll keep you up in the loop. Yeah. One thing, too, uh, I forgot to mention earlier, I was trying to remember, before we start working, Keaton, my goal is to get our Instagram to 1,000 followers by the time we get to Well, Kyle, you know what that means. You gotta post more shit. No, we need a call to action. Oh, yes, we do need to post more shit. But I'm having a call to action to all our listeners. If you can show some love on our social media, go on there, find your favorite post from last year, put us in your story, tag us in your story. We'll put you on our story and spread the love, man and women. This is just this is what we need. If you can do that, that'd be great. Share it. We're trying to get out there. We wanna we wanna grow. We know it takes time, but um, if you can help us get out there, so we can reach that uh, that goal. So that's only that's a six month goal right there. Half a year we want to be at, want to gain three hundred more followers. I think we could do it. Um, we've had a lot of growth just in the last you know month and two months. Um, I'm I'm super stoked. I think I think we could definitely make it. I think we could definitely make another three hundred followers by start of the guide season so that's that's our goal for that's my goal for for us you know and as we've been talking i've been looking you know at our youtube um keaton lately has been putting on a few shorts on youtube trying to get our youtube channel out there at this point you know between keaton and i we really don't have a lot of time to make and edit and produce videos so our youtube is kind of lacking but the website the website is good. Um, the blogs on the website are also kind of lacking. That's one of my goals this year. Um, is to publish one of my pieces or have a create work every week and have it published. Um, whether that be on our website, on Matt's website, and on other fly fishing blogs, on in magazines. That's my goal this year is to have one of my well, – one piece written and it's going to be published somewhere if it, nobody else takes it it'll be on our website but my, my goal is to have one of my pieces published once a week hey, you guys want to read this no all right we'll just put it on our website then wow uh, uh, good times Kyle good times that's my goal well, cool. I mean, we spread the love. We got some good goals. We talked about our our New Year's. Um, and, uh, I mean, go show some love to our partners. And, I mean, I'm just – I'm I'm ecstatic. I'm ready for this. Uh, we're actually we, – we're a little late to the ball game on this podcast, so sorry about that, folks. But uh, we are bringing on another podcast tomorrow, and I think – it's, I'm just ecstatic to bring some of these people on. This new January lineup looks great. The New Year lineup looks great. I can't wait. We're going to get after it. We're going to talk about some great stuff. 
And yeah, great, 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 Kyle, right here. Great, 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 great. I think um, I think you guys are gonna like the guests we bring on. We're you know we're we're, we're not big, right? We're not some of these really popular podcasts. We're not yet, but uh, we're getting on some some guests that are more well known. Um, not that is absolutely nothing against the guests that we have, but we're getting some more guests. We're getting enough of a following, enough of a listener base, enough of our name out there that we're actually getting some people on that you have heard about before. So stoked. But also providing you, we're not leaving back. uh, We're not leaving behind the people that are your everyday hardworking guides and people in the industry. You're still going to get some of that. So that's what we're always trying to provide because we love the big names, but we also want to hear it from the, the little guys or the medium guys in the industry. So yeah yep so yeah stoked for 2023 yeah do you have anything else you want to throw in there at all sir keaton you know not that i know of i think uh we've covered a lot of stuff i mean i'd love to see at some of the events that we're putting on Uh, i can't say that enough um i'm gonna keep saying it until the events are over um i hope that we get to see returning clients i mean we've really gained a lot of experiences in some of our conversations on this podcast off people like you that come out and fish with us. So just a huge thank you to everyone that comes and fishes with Kyle and I um, via Ellensburg Angler or Bear Paw River Guides. Um, that's just, you guys are awesome. So thankful for that. Really excited for this year. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, I don't think that there's much more to add. We're just, I, I'm feeling so grateful, so thankful uh, for this past year, and I'm I'm really ready to achieve some stuff in 2023. Um, so uh, that's all I got to say. Yeah. I'm so. You got anything, Kyle? Nope, I don't think so. Just uh, appreciate you guys always for listening and and uh, being the reason we do this. Yeah. All right, Kyle, here's my question before we leave. Do you call it a bobber or an indicator? Um, Interchangeably, uh, but it's a bobber. It's a bobber. Yeah, what about you? I mean, when you're fly fishing, you're like, yeah, the indicator. But I catch myself a lot of times being like, your bobber went down. So, but I mean, they serve the same purpose indicators bobbers bobbers is easier to say it's two syllables versus indicate versus four syllables yeah you can't because when you're like rowing you're like indicators down versus bobber down you know exactly hey if you disagree with us let us know we want to hear what your thoughts on what makes it an indicator versus a bobber that was our question of the year right here so just kidding question of this podcast All right, we got to get off this thing before it just keeps going downhill, Kyle. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Cue the music.